0: Welcome back to Don't Call It a Book Club. My name is Luke. The name's
1: Dan. Just Dan.
0: Oh, I thought okay, I thought you were going to do a little a little James Bond thing there.
1: No, no. I no? I, th- I thought about it, but but no. No, we're not at that okay, point yet. Okay.
0: Sure. Okay, let's We've we've started Morning Star, Morning Star by Pierce Brown. We are up to up to chapter 22. Have not we started t- chapter 22. That's where we stopped.
1: Luke, our our percentage of stopping at cliffhangers is pretty high at this point. It's terrible. Severo's it's terrible. like about to push a button that will explode this entire moon and just like ruin the economy and ruin everything. Tense moment to stop at. Yeah, I would ag- I would agree. It was tough, um,
0: but that's you know that's
1: that's showbiz, baby. <laughs> That is showbiz, baby. Um, first, Luke, right off the bat, how, how's that jackal theory coming? Are we loving that? Not great. Yeah, when's that turn going to happen, Luke, that you've been telling us about? Where I, this is all going to come up, I Daryl, don't... in the end, and jackals <laughs> actually put him in a box under his table for his benefit. <laughs> jackals, jackals not coming off
0: well in the way that i was that i was looking for i will admit that mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i'm not gonna say that i'm giving up <laughs> on that on that theory luke you're crazier but... than the
1: jackal this is insane
0: <laughs> i'm putting it i'm putting it i'm putting it on the back burner here <laughs> putting it down on low uh and i'm walking away from it and hoping that it doesn't burn the house down yeah,
1: that's a great that's a great move definitely gonna work out for you <laughs>
0: no i don't feel good about it
1: uh it was it was rough the
0: the whole torture thing seemed a little over the top you know yeah it's like that's a little it's a little
1: too much jackal can i be honest luke about this and this is definitely going to be a hot take i didn't think it was enough oh Ooh, this might be a hot take. Go on. So, like, okay, obviously the Jackal tortured Darrow a lot, but we didn't really get that. Like, they didn't go into detail about it. Pierce gave us a lot of detail about Darrow being locked in a box by himself for nine months, which definitely is bad. Definitely bad. Okay. (laughs) Not going to contend that. And where he, like, nobody even had to come in to feed him right that was also where it's like most of the time people in solitary confinement like hold out for that one moment that somebody comes in to give them food right and their hope that's like the one human interaction that they get in like the cradle right. series are you, are you, that was are you some, basing this off of like tv and tv and and, and books, books that we've read other books like i was gonna sure, say sure in the in the cradle series um when oh what's the main character's name linden in the cradle series when linden is locked up he's like trying to figure out how to get the the jailers to say any words to him you know and so that's like a big important thing and the jackal has just like put him in a box with his food getting pumped into his body so no one is going to talk to him for nine months yeah yeah all of these things seem bad seems bad you know what would be worse though luke that would fit with the jackal is if he just like slowly ate darrow <laughs> if he like if he like cut pieces of him off and ate them over time okay like wh- I feel like the jacko would have done something wild like that cause he's, he's already just punished like he's already just doing this to punish him right he's just doing this to like demonstrate that they're better than the reds and y- yes he like ate golds like ate them to survive but he's just gonna put maybe he's trying to get past that you're saying he's trying to turn over a new leaf and he's like everybody knows I'm... me as the dude that ate a bunch of people i'm not that guy anymore i'm just gonna lock this guy in a box underneath my table right right
0: okay. much better
1: all right I do not really feel like Jackal's the kind of guy who's trying to redeem himself in everyone else's eyes based on his, like, current actions and based on the reactions of people when they see Darrow come up out of the dining room table and literally everyone is <laughs> okay. like, whoa, this is fucked up.
0: Okay, Okay. yes, that's fair. I, I think that the Jackal doesn't necessarily like personally hate darrow on the same level as um like the bologna family used to Mm -hmm. and he's he's more trying to break darrow in such a way that will be gratifying and also impressive to others and i think that that eating him
1: slowly might not be the best route for that. You're saying people wouldn't be impressed by him breaking Darrow if he does it by eating parts of him. That, to me, is... I mean, I'm terrified of that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Let's... <laughs> I was going to back up um, because you you started this by saying that it wasn't... It it should have been more, I've, right? Yes. I'll. I just don't know if that a, a, accomplishes the goal because also keep in mind that he has to hand Darrow over to to oh I get the Sovereign it. for to dissect. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there are parts of Darrow that the carvers probably didn't really do anything to, right? Like, the, okay. It, did Mick, Is Mickey taking Darrow's ears and, like, forming and shaping them into, like, perfect gold ears? Probably not. They're probably... I don't know. Okay. I don't know if that's true. All right, all right. Alternative. Alternative. <laughs> Parts of the human body will grow back, right? <laughs> so you just take a part that's going to just grow back. Like, take some skin. Or, I don't know, how the body works. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but at a certain level, it's just, like, weird and not and not terrifying to darrow right like like okay let's let's take the 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 least absurd or least terrifying example uh-huh. that, that you that going down the road that you suggested let's say that the jackal started eating darrow's toenails this
1: is disgusting
0: <laughs> you're right exactly and then but what's what's next you know what i mean like is it just like some some <laughs> Skin that he, we, this is, this is
1: a a rough discussion, but I think it needs to be. But we need to have it. We need to have it. Okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If I'm the jackal, right? And I'm trying to terrify Darrow. What is the thing that Darrow values more than anything else about his body? We all know it. Ooh, hands. His hands. And guess what? He's got two of them. (laughs) So, if I want to dissect Darrow to figure out how they turned a red to a gold, I probably only need one hand because the other one's this basically is, the same. This is a fantastic point because it's also. It would also be
0: a perfect little retribution thing considering Darrow is the cause of Jackal's
1: hand being cut it's off. It's perfect, Luke! And the Jackal. Eat could that be hand, like, Jackal. <laughs> he could either. Eat Darrow's own hand. Eat Darrow's hand, or make Darrow eat his own hand. How inc- intense would that be if he was like, "Hey, Ooh. one time you had me in a similar situation, you made me cut off my own hand. So guess what, Darrow? I'm gonna make you eat your own hand." Okay, I, this gets back to I don't think that the the jackal
0: has this kind of, this kind of vindictive attitude. That that might be completely off base.
1: I think you're right. I think you're right. He's not necessarily in this for revenge. But if, like you said, he's trying to, like, break Darrow and demonstrate that he's, like, in command, everybody knows Darrow made the jackal cut off his own hand. He keeps it. He, like, keeps his hand off to show it. That's a power play. If your rival then is also missing a hand because of you. That's like a, yeah, I got him back in the end.
0: Okay. Okay. Sure. I will, I'll, I agree with you somewhat there. I will say, I don't think that he, I don't think that he necessarily had to do more for the torture thing. Uh, I, I agree with you that there's, there's things like the hand that could have been more, more poetic, let's say, mm. but maybe Rogue uh, would have
1: suggested it oh yeah 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 for sure um but overall rough time for darrow yeah pretty bad time no one's contesting
0: that pretty bad time um let me let me do i've got a couple small notes also on this scene when when he gets out mm-hmm. um one i think it's antonio or, the hummingbird or someone eggs. is there it's the hummingbird eggs we're just coming... eating soft boiled hummingbird eggs get- Wild. First of all, first of all, I'm a, I am don't know much about hummingbird eggs, but that's got to be a tough thing to soft boil, right? It's, it's got to be like 30 seconds. Those things are going seconds, hard boiled with... Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tough. Very impressive.
1: Also, like... Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I respect about this, though? I respect that the golds are using every part of the animal. Because... In Book One, Darrow mentions that the golds were like raised on hummingbird tongues, right, and so like they're eating the tongue of the hummingbird. they're eating the eggs of the hummingbird. I'm sure somewhere there's little like hot wings that are essentially just in whole hummingbird that they're eating <laughs> but
0: just but just take a second to picture Because hummingbird eggs. I'm assuming like normal eggs that we eat also have a shell.
1: Oh, this is a good point.
0: (laughs) And so this chef is in here, like doing a quick dunk into some boiling water so that they're soft boiled, taking it out and like carefully peeling this tiny, tiny egg for,
1: for this lady's breakfast. (laughs) It's like, how many of these are we doing? thousands it's gotta be thousands luke think of the hummingbird farms that they have to have to generate enough eggs for something like this that's impressive which moon is the hummingbird moon i need to know it's gotta be an entire moon (laughs) all right uh and on your left you can see uh titan the moon by jupiter and that's the one where we breed the hummingbirds it's just a hummingbird moon (laughs) only thing there is hummingbirds
0: Uh, alternatively maybe their hummingbirds are a lot bigger now
1: like the carvers got a hold of them yeah okay this is fascinating so okay okay but then (laughs) luke why not just eat a chicken egg
0: because it doesn't sound as cool i'm not if they eat a chicken egg i'm not over here talking for 10 minutes about it
1: that's a good point there's no way I I'm, I'm going to put a stop to this train. There's no fucking <laughs> okay. way they made the hummingbirds bigger in order to have bigger hummingbird <laughs> eggs. They made some poor brown chef spend his whole afternoon on his daughter's birthday peeling hummingbird eggs. That's what they did. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Uh next small thing,
0: the 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 counterpart to the howlers, the jackal's little mean squad like bone they shakers chose or something they chose the name bone riders oh god yeah bone riders <laughs> come on guys come on you're going bone riders
1: jackal strikes me as the kind of guy who wouldn't get like certain sexual innuendos
0: the, the thing that i can't tell is i can't tell if they get it or not i can't tell if they know that that's a that that's an innuendo but it's
1: clearly one (laughs) i'm surprised nobody's made a joke about it yet i know that's why i can't tell like none of the well and none of the howlers it sounds like have made a joke about this yet and i feel like they're like 90 percent of their humor has got to be like oh check out those bone riders i know it's right up their wheelhouse it's just i don't know yeah i don't i feel like they can't know Right. I don't think so either. It's do you think Pierce knows? Pierce might not know either. We we should tweet at him. We got to we got to at least let him know that yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. We should definitely tweet at Pierce to make sure he knows that Bone Riders is a very funny name for a <laughs> for a evil version of the Howlers. Yeah, okay.
0: There's there's got to be one person in the Bone Riders that's like are we really gonna go with the name bone riders
1: yeah but dude during their weird hazing initiation ritual where they're like now take your bones and ride them hard into the night one of the guys was like ah i'm not gonna say it because i'm trying to get into this cool club but that's pretty weird guys
0: pretty weird pretty
1: weird uh let's let's keep
0: that we will use our bones to grind our
1: enemies (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Grind them with our hard bones. There it is. Great, yeah. A lot of possibilities God. I'm gonna there. ride okay, Severo's let's, bones let's... so hard. God damn it!
0: I'm the <laughs> okay. bone rider. You're kill. You're killing me. We are gonna have to leave it there. Let's keep it. Let's keep it in mind to see if anyone makes a joke about it. I. It's gotta come up, right? It's gotta come up.
1: I'm. I'm excited for. So you were excited last book and disappointed when Darrow didn't get to have his big reveal, which I should say, Darrow was also disappointed. Did you catch that in this book? Darrow's was like, man, I really wanted to come out in front of everybody and be like, hey, I was a red, let's do this. So, so Darrow was on, mm-hmm. on the same page as you, Luke, I'll say that. But I feel like for me now, this book is just... When is Severo going to make that Bone Riders joke? Yeah. And how well does it land?
0: Maybe that's what it is. They've been, they're just like, this is too perfect that we can't waste it. And they're waiting for the perfect moment. They're all looking to, to Bone Riders insult.
1: They're all looking to Severo to see like, all right, well, I'm going to let the boss make it. Because of course, like, I'm not going to be the one to ruin this. Okay. We're only going to have <laughs> one shot at it. Sevro's doing it, and Sevro's just Severo's cooking definitely something Definitely doing it. Thirty percent right. of the time where he's spent as Ares has been cooking up the Bone Riders insult. The <laughs> Bone Riders burn has been thirty percent of his brain power, which is why everything <laughs> is going to This is why the shit. war
0: is going so poorly. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: because uh, he kind of needs it. Because here's my next note: Sevro's, Sevro's banter i don't know if banter is the right word but it's not like super clever or subtle and i never and Luke. i <laughs> and i love it for some moments the the best line from severo comes early for me in this book mm-hmm. and <laughs> that's when i he's so they rescued darrow and he's on the comms with severo And he asks him, like, if he has someone or something. Yeah. And Severo's, like, first line is just, that cannibalistic bitch ain't got shit. And that's, it's
1: just, like, chef's kiss. Perfect Severo. (laughs) Right, right. Severo definitely has his moments. And they get us very hype. But, yeah, he's not very clever. Like, he doesn't have a lot of really clever stuff that he says it's a lot of just shock humor you know he relies very much on the on shocking kind of stuff you know whereas Mm -hmm. darrow's darrow's got the Mm -hmm. clever burns right darrow's talking to the the minor and they're like hey did they let you keep your woohoo you know and darrow's like your mom knows
0: (laughs) that's that's what we're classifying as the clever end of the spectrum i mean way more clever than Severus' junk (laughs) okay true Very, very valid point. Um, But I'm not, I'm not, and let me be clear. I'm not saying that I, that I dislike Severo's style. No, me neither. Because, because this line was fantastic for me. Um, It's just, you know, they've got their, they've got their own distinct way of doing things. Right. And that's good.
1: (laughs) I don't know about good. Um, But you're right. They, they definitely have their own distinct way of doing things speaking of distinct way of doing things when they th- so these two greys bust darrow out of prison And in order to do it they inject him with this like drug to get him up and moving and they call it snakebite. bite and darrow's like what the fuck your mom makes this who are you and they're like oh we're from earth and that's it it's like um what is earth like now yeah, Earth has some street cred. How is that an adequate explanation when Darrow hears that he's like, "Oh, they gave me snakebite. They're from Earth." Gotcha. Makes sense. Their mom makes drugs in her kitchen. Mm, sounds like classic Earth. Right. I don't I don't want to inject something into like my chest directly into my heart. Mom made. I don't want to pulp fiction yeah. adrenaline into my heart with this concoction that your mom makes. What is earth like that they're doing this down there?
0: I'm glad to see that the the vaccines causing autism movement has died away, though.
1: Right now, they're just injecting stuff straight into their heart, cooked up in Mama's kitchen. <laughs> Maybe this is the inevitable conclusion of it. Maybe they're like, I don't trust it's, big pharma with my vaccines. <laughs> I trust what Mama makes in the kitchen. So, so
0: <laughs> the vaccine movement swings too hard the other way. I totally,
1: I totally am expecting that. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it makes sense then that everybody would rebel and try and destroy Earth. You know, makes sense that the Luna rebelled.
0: (laughs) This is the origin story for sure.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, it was, it was a tough, it was a
0: very sad scene when, I forget his name, the brother
1: that rescues Darrow dies i know i was really Um, looking forward to to getting more of him because their dynamic harmony and his dynamic was very good and they seemed very badass and i really liked them and he kind of got it with darrow but i also have like a pretty huge problem with it and so put yourself in harmony's perspective
0: okay let me harmony is the is the
1: red that went bad oh shoot you're right who is the one that's the gray holiday uh okay okay yeah, yeah yeah sorry you're right it's not harmony and i think i said harmony earlier but it's holiday so put yourself put yourself in holiday's shoes me and my brother have this dope plan to rescue darrow the like most important person in our revolution it's gonna go off without a hitch we're going to get out clean and easy. And halfway through, Darrow says, wait, we've got to rescue my friend. Uh, All right. The plan was going perfectly, but <laughs> fine. We'll stop and rescue your friend. Who is this person, by the way, that we're rescuing? Oh, it's just like a gold that you're friends with and you don't want to leave behind because they're your friend. Okay. um, My brother is here with me. And we could die doing this. And I really like my brother, but okay. Let's let's go ahead and do this. And then they end up rescuing Victra. And like hundreds of people get horribly wounded and maimed. And die. In the ensuing chase. What? Why did we do that? For one person that's your friend. Hi. Uh, I'm friends with a lot of these people that just died for that. How is this okay? <laughs> okay fair <laughs> um
0: i mean th- so this is this is the story of the entire series where just like low colors don't matter
1: even so, to darrow
0: yeah a little bit even to darrow
1: i feel like a lot to <laughs> especially
0: darrow. especially uh, for some reason he has something really against greys what do you mean well, I just remember in the in the last book, I forget what he says, but Mustang laughs and it's like you're so
1: mean to Grays. Well, okay, I feel like that might be kind of personal because the Grays are the ones who like when he was growing up were like the bullies right, of the yeah. of the mine. But but also he should definitely at this point have a larger perspective and be like, "Oh yeah, they're just wheels in this big machine as well." So like maybe I should have chilled out on the whole Grays thing. But it's like Yeah. Darrow, you can't sacrifice like a bunch of these people's lives to save one person that you're friends with and then be like, we're doing this so you all can be free. (laughs) That's right. I'm a man of the people. Now die for me so I can save my hot gold friends. Yeah, but you're forgetting that Victra is like really cool. You're right. She's pretty cool and interesting. But you know who else was super cool and interesting? holiday's brother oh really dan what's his name oh this is a good point (laughs) i can't remember his name started with a t i know that for sure (laughs) okay
0: no you have a very good point um i will say i'm glad that it happened because i'm i really like victor as a character um very glad that she's she's still part of it Mm -hmm. so i i'm Put me on Darrow's side.
1: Okay, okay. There there also is the fact that the escape was incredibly epic. Okay? Very cool <laughs> yeah, escape. The, without this move, we're
0: not doing the, the, the claw drill thing.
1: <laughs> Which was incredibly cool, okay? Very, very good scene. And I'm sure Darrow had that in mind when he was like, No no no, this escape, this is a boring escape. We need something more flashy. Okay also maybe victra can help them later on with like her family ties but all her family's dead and antonia's running shit now so victra is not gonna really be that useful to you
0: victra yeah but like think about just the in general uh advantage that one gold gives you compared to x amount
1: of greys this is the problem luke this is the problem with this whole freaking society <laughs> i know i know <laughs> because look well but look what happened with these two greys these two greys broke in and rescued darrow from the clutches of jackal's fortress like that sounds way better than anything any of the golds could do
0: oh it's, uh, yeah it's just really specialized
1: right but like Victra is kind of snarky and cold.
0: She really likes the way that stone smells after rain or right before rain. Sorry.
1: Which is very cool. Which is very cool.
0: Very unique. Very interesting. We got to, we got to learn more about the random things that she likes. I just. I'm ready for that.
1: I'm just starting to become very skeptical that Darrow actually cares about the low colors at all after his time. With the Mm, gold, He's losing perspective. He's losing perspective, especially because we learn that he uh, spent a bunch of money to rent out an aquarium for a night uh, for dinner with Mustang so that she could see the orca while she ate with a a very fancy meal with some very expensive wine. And it's like, yeah, Darrow, I would get that if you were just a gold. But like, you're not and you had a wife dude and they murdered her and you're you're taking your new girlfriend out on like a super expensive dinner when like not necessary maybe he's earned it okay dan maybe he's earned it okay he's earned a fucking orca dinner <laughs> who nobody's earned an orca dinner luke nobody and especially not if your family is like getting compressed air showers deep underground while you're like sipping a Chianti in front of an orca that's sadly staring at you through a glass window nobody's earned that how can Darrow sit there and have that nice dinner while he's like "Mm, I'm sure my family is loving their "Mm, what are they eating right now rat is it rat on the menu tonight (laughs) for my family yeah hang on Mustang I gotta send a quick snapchat of this dope fish to my mom check out wish you were here lol love you darrow okay send
0: nice tough yeah yeah i there's there's got to be a lot of guilt going on in darrow's mind for things like this
1: i feel like there's not though because i feel like he still holds on to the like i'm doing this for my people and like remember my mom remember my dad and my wife who they murdered like He still has that sense of superiority over the golds in his head. You know, in his inner monologue, he's like, I'm doing this for my family. And it's like, where was that when you were having an orca dinner? (laughs) Just go out on a nice, maybe go out by the water somewhere. Okay. You don't have to spend a lot of money. It's about the time. You know, it's about the thought.
0: Yeah. go Go out to a cool, a popular restaurant
1: that's like normal. Go get some sushi mm-hmm. or something. I don't know, just like yeah. You don't need an Orca dinner. You don't need it. Okay.
0: How about your local economy? Okay. Okay. Let's move on from this. Um, <laughs> here's here's something that. Well, okay. Let me let me phrase this this way. So, Darrow is presumed dead by everyone, right? And he also has had his carving video released, and we know that he's like, uh, this idol of all of the low colors. And now he's back. Um, but no one knows he's back. Now, this isn't really in Severo's wheelhouse. Maybe Quicksilver's wheelhouse? Um, so I know you're not a sports fan, but... Have you ever seen before like a big game? It's a big game coming up your team. Now, I'm not a sports fan, but little... what is
1: a big game? You're going to have to help me out with that one.
0: Okay, okay. Your, your team is playing one of their rivals. Everyone's really interested in it. Uh, your team makes a little, a little video with some cool moments, some, some nice music. Uh, mm, like a, a highlights video.
1: reel. Oh okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Hype video. Got it. Okay. A hype video.
0: I I'm assuming it's not gonna happen. But how great would a Darrow is back hype video be?
1: There's so many moments. There's so many great Darrow moments you put in this hype video. It's gonna be so sure. good. Somebody's working on you've it, got, right?
0: You've got you've got you've got a, a some some Darrow highlights. Uh, someone like monologuing over them.
1: At the end, you see the person
0: monologuing in shadow. You zoom in and it's Darrow. Oof.
1: This is very good. Oh, man. Quicksilver, Quicksilver, give us a hype video. Oh, we need a hype video so bad. Everybody needs a hype video, it sounds like. It sounds like spirits are pretty low right now. Give us that hype video, please. It's going to be so good.
0: Right, okay, okay. Uh, So at the end of this... We get the scene where they're in they're in trouble. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but we can come back. We'll come back. Yeah. Um, they're in trouble. They're trying to figure out how to get off the the moon, and the the red that's been helping them is Rolo, like I think you just tell everyone Rolo. Yeah, you just tell everyone that you're back, and like 25. Everyone here is going to rise up and win this moon for you. This is the moment for our hype video.
1: All you I have mean, granted, do... you
0: don't have a lot of time to put it together.
1: No, no, but... no, 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 I got the solution. I got the solution. All you have to do is tweet out, hey, all you amateur video editors, send us your best Darrow hype videos. I know you guys have been working on this for your YouTube channel, okay? Because you're just doing a fan-made hype video for Darrow because we're all hype about Darrow. Send it to us and we'll push it out from our channel. Okay. Send us your fan made hype videos because for sure there's some green or blue out there that is like, ooh, you know, it would be awesome. Like a fun little side project for me to take on making a hype video for Darrow because 90% of his life are highlights. This is going to be mm-hmm. so easy and it's all publicized. So I'll just take a few clips here, a few clips there. Bingo, bango, boom! Put that on my YouTube channel. Millions of views. Just like steal one of those.
0: Yeah, I, I, I do think that you need you need a component of it that makes it clear that Darrow is back, and making that the center the the mm-hmm. centerpiece, maybe mm-hmm. the ending. Like my like my zoom in like on the, the monologue, and it's and it's Darrow. Um, Or like Darrow turns around at the end, you know, and and you see that it's him. I think you need that component of it. But yeah, you can outsource some of that. You can definitely outsource
1: some of it. Right, right. At the very least, like, hold on. Severo would for sure do this. Severo's already done this for Darrow. We're forgetting book one, Luke. At the end of book one, Darrow's like, hey, edit this footage to be with this specific thing in mind and to make me look dope. And Severo's like, you got it, boss. And apparently he does a great job. So, Severo, get on it.
0: Yeah, you would would think Severo, especially since he has theorized that Darrow has been alive this whole time and has been trying to rescue him. He's got to have this down, right? He's got to have it all written out. And he just needs Darrow.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think my only explanation then is that there's just not enough time for it like they're so busy with other mm. stuff he's like oh i can't really schedule you monologuing in between exploding a munitions depot and eating snakes and cockroaches in the showers so we're gonna have to push that off another week but it's fine it's fine we'll get it in so it's, it's coming in it's coming up yeah th- we're excited for the hype video I imagine there's going to be a lot, of, a lot of violets that get involved in crafting this video. And it got me wondering what a violet's life is like when they're choosing their career path. So violets are the artistic ones. Darrow likes a book that was written by a violet. They're the ones who are writing, you know, plays, music. Let's say I have just enrolled in college as a violet and they're like okay we need you to choose your major you could be a writer or a musician or we've got this new major that just opened up it's called carver uh this is a this is a new one we've been workshopping for a little while it used to only be a minor but now we've we've upgraded it uh you just like you know sculpture it's kind of like sculpture but with people thoughts or not just people yeah you can do with animals too no judgments here just go wild how how do you like do that like what if i'm a violet and my options are i could be a writer or i could cut things up and put them back together in fun ways i just don't really understand how those two are like that related that it belongs to the same color oh okay i see what you're saying I see what you're saying. Well, and Um, that's a wild thing to choose, right? Like if I'm a, if I'm a Violet, that's a writer, I'm like, you chose what to do? (laughs) Dude, that's wild. Write a book. Okay. I'm going, I was going the other
0: way around on here. I was thinking who, how are you getting people to choose writing? If one option is like creating real dragons
1: Luke, because you know what I mean? Luke, because the dragons in books are far more real than any dragon that a silly human could carve. Those are just facsimiles of dragons, Luke. Mine mm-hmm. are real. But but
0: also think about the the like level of the starting salary. Let's say for two for the two different options, you could write a book. Um, I don't know. Let's.
1: Maybe it'll get picked up by a publisher. It's kind of risky.
0: Kind of risky. Or uh, you could be the person that literally everyone wants um, so that you can give them, like, super
1: heat vision. Okay, sure, sure. Starting salary. But, But you are not considering the risks involved, Luke. Because... Okay. That first guy, if he asks for super heat vision, and you end up just like giving him the power of an old light bulb in his eyes, and he hates it, your reputation's in the trash. No one's gonna let you touch them ever again. You're gonna be crafting. You're gonna be crafting My Little Ponies for weird people on the internet mm. for the rest of your life. Mm. Nobody wants that. Okay. True. Um tough decision there it is a tough decision i just think it's wild that within the category of violet one of the options is mixing and matching body parts on stuff it's a little crazy it
0: is it is a little crazy but It's, it's broad spectrum among the violets
1: luke you mentioned something interesting here that's been a recurring theme on our episodes about red rising And that's giving somebody heat vision. Darrow gets carved for a second time and does not request any sort of upgrade that we know is possible because Mickey gives somebody a fucking rocket launcher for an arm. And I'm so upset about it. Are, are Are we back on Venom Stinger? Give him a fucking Venom Stinger! He doesn't even need to pretend to be a gold anymore. Why are you making him back to a gold? Make him a T-Rex. I don't even care anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh.
0: I think that this is an excellent point. Um, Why are we not like giving like so Mickey used to give people wings and sure that was part of his problematic phase.
1: But, like, give people wings. (laughs) Right, you don't have to buy slaves and force them to take wings. There are millions of people who would pay you probably very good money to just get wings. Oh no, an EMP destroyed my grav boots. That's fine. I'll just fly out of here. (laughs) With my wings. With my dope wings. (laughs) Oh, Darrow needs to make an entrance yeah. as this, like, weird messiah, angelic figure to all these people. Give him a pair of angel wings and let him literally fly out of the sky. Why is he... Oh, my... God, I just... The opportunities missed here infuriate me. Because, Darrow, everybody knows you're not a gold. So be something cooler. Uh, here. Okay,
0: okay. Now that I think about it, though... Part of Darrow's thing is that, like, someone that was red was just given the same things that golds have and, like, crushed it. So I would worry that were you to give him some kind of overwhelming advantage, he would lose that, that level of inspiration that he can provide.
1: Okay. I think that's true. The problem... Is it still reinforcing the message that golds are just inherently better than reds? It's still being which, like... Okay,
0: which which they are. <laughs> like, that, that's one part of this that, it, that is a little hard to escape from.
1: <laughs> yeah, that when they're in the gym and the reds are just like staring at them as they're bench pressing 300 kilograms. Like, yeah, okay, objectively, they're just stronger than you. So I don't know where we're going to go from here when all this is over, but they're definitely better. Um,
0: yeah. <sighs> okay. Okay. A couple. A couple small things that I've got. Uh, one. We love that Severo and Ragnar are now friends and have banter.
1: Yeah, they're great. Ragnar. We always knew Ragnar was gonna be was gonna be a gem, and he's he's held up.
0: He always had great potential. Uh, another thing. Severo had Darrow's own eyes implanted. <laughs> That's a little uncomfortable for me if i'm darrow
1: it's crazy and i like that darrow acknowledges that he's like wow Severo, i forgot how insane you were um that's wild but fine i guess
0: (laughs) um okay okay next thing they they give darrow a suicide tooth when he becomes part of the howlers right and this is part of me just not fully understanding what a suicide tooth exactly is but that having one seems very stressful. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I would yes. be worried that if I'm grinding my teeth at night, I'm going to kill myself.
1: Based on the number of times that I've bit my own tongue just in the last month, I'd be dead in a week. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not surviving a suicide tooth for
0: over... over yeah, it's got to be less than a week, I think. Also, if you're like... Okay, let's. I'm not, I don't want to get too far into this because this is too much of a tangent. How does flossing work? I feel like flossing is dangerous with a suicide tooth. You can't floss your suicide tooth. You can't. You just skip it. You've got to skip it. And I imagine you can't go to the dentist anymore either. Oh, because what gosh. if they're, sc- unless you're like, hey, FYI, uh, third tooth from the back left is a suicide tooth. Be careful back there.
1: Yeah, but then you're trusting you your dentist that? literally with your life. When before you were only trusting him not to like, I don't know, pinch your gums in a weird way and make them bleed. So, no, you're not going to the de- the dentist either. But based on the state of the sons of Aries, I don't think anybody's getting dental coverage. Okay, that's true.
0: Yeah, but you're not. T- you're you're also not. If you if you're getting some popcorn, you're not. Eating the kernels. if You're not eating the unpopped kernels. It's
1: limiting you in so many serious ways. You're right. You're right. The only possible... Ooh. Here's one way it could work. It's not something that you bite down on. No, 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 no. That's too easy. Darrow gets punched in the face way too many times for this to be a way that the suicide tooth could, could work. It's got to be something more subtle than that. So, I'm gonna say you have to like, either like hum a little melody, like, hm 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 hm, and then your suicide tooth is like hm ha, and just murders you, <laughs> or or something like that.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, that's a good idea. That specific example is a great idea uh and i think we should leave it there
1: (laughs) yeah let's leave it there let's leave it there it also okay i've wondered this for this entire first third of the book why did Severo rescue darrow because so far so far he's just used him as like a soldier like a good soldier Mm -hmm. and he's told him information But that's it. Severo's been, like, running the show. And, you know, obviously Darrow's been talking about how he's not quite back. Like, he's not the same person that he was when he went down there. But I imagine, like, throughout this series, Darrow has been the one making decisions and having the plans and moving things forward. And Severo has been, like, his loyal lieutenant. Severo's been the one. To enact those plans because he trusts darrow knows what he's talking about like he trusts that darrow's plan is going to work out and so darrow starts to take command in this in the end of this section and it sounds like severo's kind of pissed about it but if i'm severo like i'm hype about it right if i'm severo this is what i've wanted to happen since i brought you back like i want darrow Mm -hmm. making the plans because he has done a great job so far right and so I'm just like trying to figure out why like why Severo brings him back. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I think I so I think part of it is what you said about Dar- him expecting Dero to be the old Dero and he's not. I don't think that's the whole story. Um I I would maybe part of it is just like uh Severo now has pride that he never did he never used to and also Sever doesn't really think things through, I would I would say.
1: Doesn't seem like. So it, he probably no.
0: had this he probably had this like ultimate goal of getting Darrow back and never really thought that much more about it.
1: I think that's true. Yes. But like you've got to have thought a little bit about like why like sure he's my friend and that's great, a great reason to rescue somebody as we saw with Victra, but also there's you've got to have like some idea of what his role will be when he comes back. So it's like, is he just another soldier in your army? Cause like that doesn't seem like you're using Darrow's talents very well. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it seems a little well, odd. Yeah. And Severo does have that, that dialogue near the end of this section where he's like, you got everybody killed. Like you got all of our friends killed with your plan. So we're going to try my plan now. And I get that, but also like, Severo, you were on Pluto and Dara was running the shit at the end of the last book. So like, yeah, but also no. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm hoping that Severo goes back to the old Severo, right? Where, because now I think he's he's kind of in the position that Roke was in last
1: episode. Yeah. Or last I'm worried book. about a Roke turn here and it's really got me, it's got me nervous.
0: I, I think I, I'm not too worried about it. I think it'll come back. Um. Maybe not quite to the same degree that it used to be, but like Severo last book when, when Darrow, I think like ignores him for a second and then comes back and is like, Hey, sorry about that. Severo's like, Chill out, dude. You don't have to apologize to me for stuff. I'm hoping we get back to that kind of situation, um, because that's a that's a great place for Severo. That's where Severo belongs, you know. Um, and I, we, one of the most terrifying moments uh, of this was when they when they do that crazy plan when they're going to go out into the vacuum. And Darrow howls to get everyone's morale up, and everyone howls except for several I know. I was worried. It's terrifying. That's it, I
1: mean, a tough look. I'm very scared for it. And i I do have a good feeling. Like I do think. I think part of it is. Like, several feels this intense responsibility, to be Aries, and so he's trying to like live up to that. And I feel like there might be a moment when Darrow kind of takes the mantle. Like when Darrow says, like, Severo, you can go back to running the Howlers. Like, that's your job. I'll take the mantle of Ares. Like, I'll do it. And so, like...
0: I I think that Severo stays as Ares and Darrow just takes a larger role that's, like,
1: supersedes Ares. mm, You know what I mean? Like, the Reaper becomes, like, like, bigger than everything is what you're saying.
0: Right, right. Like, Like, the Sons of Ares... Become a larger version of the Howlers,
1: mm-hmm. and then
0: Darrow tries to like rise above that to where he's the leader of everyone.
1: Right, because we've also got Golds. It sounds like who would potentially join them, and they're not going to be necessarily like sons of Aries, but they can be a part of this larger movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like this. Okay, I think this has got incredible potential. So we're gonna hold out for this, but we're just so worried. We're gonna, about we're gonna hold
0: out for this. Let's. We're very worried about several. Let's talk about this little fight scene really quickly. Yeah, 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 when they when they go in to capture Quicksilver, and it's not what they expected. Uh, they bust in to the little negotiation, and I'll say that the breach wasn't handled super well, because um, like they're all surprised, and they're just holding them everyone's just there's they're just like a very tense
1: moment it's a very like there's a standoff happening
0: right and then all of the like cassius is like slowly moving towards them and it's basically like hey cassius can you stop and he doesn't and they're like come on buddy stop and he does it and then they just fight it's like (laughs) there wasn't a third option
1: come on well and at the very least you're not gonna like put your eye through the keyhole to see what's going on in the room. Just a little, like maybe put your ear to the door and be like, "Hmm, I wonder what's going on in there." We're not going to do any of that, Severo. <sighs> Darrow's out here, yeah, like, Severo. "Hey, maybe we should peek just like around the corner of the door to see what's going on in there first before busting in." Get a little peeksy. Do a little yeah. peeksy. Nope. Okay. All
0: right. And then once it once once everything once everything hits, the first move is for Ragnar to 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 throw his sword through the Death Knight's forehead. Very cool move, but I'm going to say, come on, Death Knight, you're better
1: than this. This is the you know? second time Ragnar has done this to someone, where he takes the razor and just chucks it at somebody and murders them like r- right out with it. Ragnar did this in the last book, where he just threw the razor and murdered someone. You guys aren't watching old footage to be like, Oh, that's how Ragnar do it. Okay. We should be ready for this. Also
0: if you're the Death Knight, the Death Knight. You gotta be you gotta be ready for this kind of thing. <laughs> and like, give me a little dodge. It would be one thing if it hit you in the chest because that's a much larger area yeah. that is harder to dodge. But like you can't even duck.
1: No, that's how quick g- that's how quick g- Ragnar threw it. Oh god. I do feel like that the Praetorian knights are kind of scrubs though. Like, it seems, so these are the knights that the Sovereign has like, or the, I guess these are not the Praetorian Knights. These are the Olympic Knights. And to me, they don't sound that cool. Like, it seems more like a political position than a fighting position to me. Like you- Some some of them you, do. Some of them, I yes. Agree. Like some of them, I feel like the Sovereign is just rewarding a family by giving them a an Olympic Knight position when it's like- Sure, they won a few duels, but they're, like, 20 years old, dude. They don't, they don't know anything about how this works. Cassius, what are you doing? Yeah.
0: I, okay, so I would say Cassius is one example of someone that's very good at fighting.
1: Yeah, but that's, like, not... The other... I feel like there's more to it, right? You've got to have, like, a good entrance, okay? Fitzgerald's <laughs> got a great entrance... And I imagine you're not just there as, like, a personal bodyguard to the Sovereign. She's sending you out to go do missions for her. So, sure, you can duel with the best of them, but if while you're out on a mission, somebody, like, steals your data pad and locks you out and, like, locks you in your room, well, you weren't that useful then okay yeah that's that's fair i assume that they all
0: have like different strengths right like cassius is pure fighting i guess aja is like number one draft pick because apparently she's good at everything um and then death knight is like
1: the slow guy (laughs) death knight was the one that they came up with the name for him they were like Hey, we need to give a position to this person in this family. Uh, They're probably not going to last too long. So let's just, like, give him a title. Uh, We'll call him the Death Knight. And it makes it sound very cool, but we all know. Like, we all know what that means for this guy. In that they're not going to last very long. For sure. For
0: sure. Um, Okay, I... I don't really have other notes for this fight other than like, uh, good to see Mustang again, you know, uh, we get some revelations from Kvax that, actually this comes later, but that Mustang is Team Darrow? Uh, kind
1: of, right? Yeah. We're not sure if it's like fully Team Darrow or not, because we don't know if Mustang's down with the revolution right I like gets you, you know
0: what you know what moment that i'm really excited for a darrow orion reunion
1: yes i'm so excited to get back to orion because you know she's been doing crazy stuff this whole time <laughs> the crew loves her the crew loves her she's uh just like so great and uh, man, I just love how all of the other blues who were trying to take her spot were like, well, I've got a degree in nuclear astrophysics. And she was like, yeah, I know how all this shit works. Give it to me. And she's been like the commander for a while. And they're all just like, cool with it. They're all just like, yeah, whatever. My degree didn't mean shit. <laughs> I got that online anyway. The little right. University okay. of Phoenix course. All of course. their degrees
0: are online considering considering the way that the blues are. Okay, Yeah, that's, but... that's probably true. But, yeah, it's very excited for that moment. Um, and then and then we go into this quicksilver meeting, interrogation, more like first of all,, uh,
1: great call Dan. yeah, luke, they uh, they call me Larry Bird because I'm calling shots like it's no tomorrow. Luke, <laughs> this is one of the greatest called shots of all time. Can we say that this is one of the greatest called shots of all time? At the end, a top Dan moment. The end of last episode, I was like, one, Quicksilver, we're going to get some Quicksilver in this next book. Two, Quicksilver's got robots. Three, of course, (laughs) Quicksilver's got robots because how could you stop robots? Robots should be doing so much stuff. Quicksilver does all of these things. Incredible called shot from Dan. (laughs) A good one. (laughs)
0: <laughs> you're beating me on these called shots here. Uh, because mine, <laughs> mine was the jackal is, is the good guy. Yeah, g- <laughs> a big win for Dan here. Um, I feel like we're, we're into Quicksilver. Quicksilver
1: almost says something that I think I exactly said, where I was like, why are the Reds doing this? Just get a bunch of robots to do it. And I think Quicksilver says like that exact thing in this book. I read that and I was like, thank you, Quicksilver.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was good. Um, one thing that I thought that was interesting is that Quicksilver's goal is very similar to Nero's goal that we heard at the end of the last book, mm-hmm. where he's like, We need to, we're, we're stuck, we need to uh, like push farther into other solar systems um, and like keep progressing. They just have very different ways of going about
1: that. Right. And if I'm Darrow, I'm still going to be a little concerned about Quicksilver. Because it's like, okay, you're going to replace all the Reds with robots. So what are the Reds going to do? How's that going to work out for them? Are we going to do a little universal basic income? Or what's the plan? What's the plan? You got to do universal basic income. Because it's like, if we're just going pure capitalist on this oh i don't know how that's gonna work out when you replace a lot of jobs with robots
0: right they're getting they're getting screwed um yeah you can't go pure capitalism here automation you know it's tough where's andrew yang when we need him
1: (laughs) maybe he comes into the next book there's a little andrew yang in uh book four
0: (laughs) we're gonna have we're gonna have the howlers the bone riders and the yang gang in book four but uh no i'm excited i i am hyped to see what happens with Quicksilver. i'm hoping that severo doesn't continue to lose it and and we get we get our we get our quicksilver advantage you know
1: yeah we very i'm very into quicksilver right now i think we've we've needed a money person this whole time because like money is how a lot of shit gets done and and now we've got our money person so like i'm excited for things to get moving it's just like please severo don't blow it literally please don't severo so honestly this next chapter is going to be huge this this chapter 22 the chapter where we stopped is going to be massive for how this whole thing turns out i think
0: it it is we're worried about it but also excited um Come on, let's figure it out, Severo. Let's, let's get off a bone rider's joke. Maybe that'll be the turning point for Severo, right? Severo's been going downhill. He just needs a bone rider's joke and he's back in it.
1: <laughs> right, right. D- here's what happens. Here's what happens. Darrow's going to think of the perfect bone rider's joke. The perfect one. But he's going to burn it. He's going to be like, no, Severo needs this. And this is what I'm gonna do mm. for Severo, and he he writes it down, puts it on a little slip of paper, whew, blows a little wish, and then puts it into a fire. And then one chapter later, Severo reveals his Bone Riders joke, and yeah, it's not as good as Darrow's, but it makes <laughs> Severo so hype. And Darrow's like, "That's all I needed."
0: That's that's what I'm expecting.
1: We're we're excited to see. We're excited for the for the Bone Riders for the bone Rider's joke if you couldn't tell we yeah we we kind of had a good amount of hot takes in this episode luke but we've still got two-thirds of a book to go so uh, there's going to be plenty more hot takes
0: and plenty of room for dumb nerds